Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Loud and Local continues on The Rock with Kevin Deers, 99.9 KISW. Hey, what's going on? It's Loud and Local Stay Home Sessions, and uh, I believe this is uh, going to be coming up here on almost episode 100 since I did things from um, what I built out as a studio, a makeshift studio down underneath the stairs. So uh, I I would love to get back into the studio and I'm promising every band, we're going to get you back into the studio. We're going to have an actual episode of the radio show, the way it should be done, but we're doing things, you know, as what we can right now, you know, obviously things are still a little strange shows have started opening up. People are still doing, you know, obviously being as safe as we can. I just went and saw the black Dahlia murder and everyone was masked up, but moshing. It was quite an experience. <laughs> right on. Uh, but uh, the band that I'm speaking right now with is Variations. Welcome to the show, guys. Yeah, thank Hello. you. Thanks for having us. Uh, so, yeah, before we go into it, um, people can't see right now, but uh, let's just uh, jump in and tell me what your name is and what you do in Variations. So, let's start uh, with you, Ben. Yeah, yeah. So my name's Ben Todd, last name. Um, I play guitar, sing in variations. Um, is that yeah. as much as you want at this point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll dig deeper. We'll dig deeper in, in just uh, a few. I, I am Ricky. I play drums and I do very minimal singing. Cool. And I'm Chad. I play bass and do vocals. And uh, Ricky should mention he records us as well. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, I do. I do all of our uh, production. Nice. Awesome. Do you do you, do you do production for other bands too, or is this just uh, for your own projects? Or um, yes, but I, I I'm in three bands regularly, and I mean, uh, Chad okay. and I have been playing music now for like a decade, and Dad, Chad's been in tons of bands, so I've recorded a bunch of his bands. So I've done a bunch of bands that I'm not in, but they're still kind of in the loop. Absolutely. What are what are your other bands? Let, everyone, let's let's. Oh goodness! You know, mention, <laughs> your, mention your bands. Uh, I play. Uh, uh, let's see. My, I have another band called White Shark Cafe that I've been in for about five or six years now. Um, okay. And we're like, I suppose you call us kind of like a psychedelic rock wannabe kind of thing going on. Sure. Uh, and then I play in another group that I consider it kind of like a '90s throwback. It's called cool. Last Waves. Okay. Um, so those are the two groups that I'm in right now, or the three groups, sorry, including Variations. Awesome. Ben, what about you, man? Are you in any other projects or? No, no, not currently. Just this. But um, uh, uh, Ricky didn't mention uh, what Keaton Collective before that. Mm. You guys ran that for what, a good seven years. And you recorded oh, yeah. all of those albums as well. 
I did. Yeah. Um, yeah. Chad, was Chad and I have been tapes. in a band for a long time. Yep. It was pretty nuts. But like before this band, um, I had a band called Fight for Change. And that band was something where I had a bunch of material that we didn't kind of finish and I never recorded. And so with these guys, it was kind of like, hey, I got these songs. Should we, would you guys like to jump on, put your taste on it? Because uh, it was just single vocals at the time. And I wanted, I wanted more with it. And then Chad, yeah. I mean, he puts out so much vocally. He's, he's done a bunch of vocals in other bands, um, which actually here, you uh, <laughs> to toss it over to you. All right. Well, moving on to Chad, what about you? What do you, what do, you do in the band and what are Sorry. your other bands? Yeah. Yeah. I do bass and uh, backup vocals mainly, but a few lead things and uh, yeah, I'm also in Chrome Lakes and Witch Ripper, which we did the interview with you just literally a, bit just a ago. couple weeks ago. Yeah. 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 So those are the main things I do. I have another project with it, another buddy from an old band called the Braille Tapes. And, you know, that all leads into, you know, Ben and Ricky. They both, you know, have been a part of that stuff and have helped record it. So, yeah, there's a, a long lineage of all the, the bands we've been through together at this point. So, Chad, what do you say we meet up for a podcast next week with Chrome Lakes? I mean, might as well. <laughs> it sounds right? good to me. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get the backstory here about all you guys coming together. Um, you know, how long... Let's get kind of like the origin story, if you would. Um, how long has the band been together and when did you start and, and what brought you guys together as a you know, like a power trio to do to do this band? Well, let, let's see. Um, you guys can jump in. Uh, I'll start with uh, I played in another punk rock band back in the day and kind of bumped into Chad playing mm -hmm. in another band that I just dug their band, thought it sounded really good, kind of chatted with him a little bit down the road, kind of bumped into him. I think it was... Uh, like an alkaline trio or hot water music show or something yeah hot water and so i recognized him like hey dude um i, I was working on a um like a, an ep for uh, the fight for change band mm -hmm. and he had his never again band at the time and i was asking him hey would you like to do a split and so we we threw out a split you know kind of threw it around locally and then um i did we kind of did separate stuff. Uh, Chad played in Fight for Change for a, a little bit. Yeah. So after that, I joined the band with you. And then we kind of went our separate ways again for a while. But I would always have been on, you know, all of my Braille tapes recordings. He would always come up and record. And we just kept in touch. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in the meantime, after that, Ricky and I were playing together. So, yeah. But, and I came up when I met Ricky. Um when they're you guys are doing the braille tapes uh yeah. meat is murder right yeah and uh, robot meat <laughs> what am i thinking i'm thinking of something else <laughs> <laughs> yeah anyway uh and they he i just went up there and he had a bunch of um, lines to sing and it mm -hmm. was kind of out of context i just didn't really know what direction these songs were going so sure. it was just it was uh kind of a rush gig with me and ricky where chad had yeah. to had to go somewhere don't remember but it was yeah it was, it was, like, we yeah, were basically like we we're like moonlighting that record chad was working like seven to three or four in the afternoon we would record every night from midnight to like five in the morning chad wow. would sleep for an hour and then go to work uh but there was one of these times where ben came up to do a line and chad was like all right do a line Ricky, like, this is do a line on the album or do a line do, of yeah do sorry do a line and then do a line <laughs> on the album <laughs> yeah. uh but he's like ricky ben ben ricky cool figure it out later <laughs> 
and took off. Yeah. So that's kind of how, how Ben and I met. But uh, I would say the first time we really jammed. So Chad and I were in a band for a long time with Keaton. Yeah. Um, and probably like halfway through that band, um, him and I just started branching off and doing random music stuff together. So we, we made an album with a friend of ours named Caleb, uh, where he, is a friend of ours that had songs and Chad and I were just the rhythm section and just kind of played the songs, wrote songs with them. Then we tracked it all. Um, and him and I, Chad and myself started getting more and more doing that with just random buddies, just constantly working on projects. Um, and at a certain point he's like, you know, Ben from, from the, the lines that we recorded, he's got a band and he's got a killer voice and like, yeah. he's got good songs. Let's, let's give Ben the same treatment. Let's play songs with him. So we initially kind of started it as like a just a project, just a record project. Mm -hmm. um, but as we wrote the songs and jammed more and got our, our, our first full length together, we decided to record it and we just kind of liked it. And I think, well, when we were done with the record, we kind of all looked at each other like, did we just start a band? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's, just, let's just be a band, you know? Yeah. So uh, it, it never really was the intention, but I think that's the thing about the three of us is that uh, we just get along real well. Music sure. comes real naturally with our dynamics. So uh, right. there was never really much thought into it. We played, it felt good. And then we just kind of kept going from there. Right. Yeah, and there's a lot of shared history, you know. Um, ben and I now go back 15 years and Rick and I go back, you know, over 10 years now. Yeah. Um, so we did things separately. And then once we came together, it just felt natural because there was already this shared language. and Yeah you know, styles of music that we all like together. And, and like, like I said, him and Ben were, you know, passing and, and starting to get to know each other. So it just felt natural when we started the band. Nice. Right on. Well, I like that. Um, <clears throat> uh, excuse me. So uh, a couple <laughs> weeks back when I was talking with Chad's other band, Witch Ripper, that he recently joined, we were, we were discussing, you know, what it's like to get back to playing a show after 18 months of and everything of, of like, you know, maybe just practicing or writing music or just sometimes not even any of that. Uh, have you guys played a first show back yet? No. Not yet. Not Coming yet. up, right? In uh, November, I think we have Yeah, one. we're supposed to have one um, in November, mid-November. Um, so, uh, yeah, Chad's, Chad's played a couple shows. You That's could answer right. more mm -hmm. to that. Yeah. Um, yeah, well. Well, it's kind of funny because Chad had shows and then my other band had shows. Chad's yeah. shows didn't get canceled. My band's shows did get canceled. <laughs> uh -oh. So it's been a little bit of kind of both. But, uh, yeah, Chad has had more success with that recently for sure. Yeah, they've been good. And, you know, we were kind of holding off on playing one with variations because we've been wrapping up this record and, and okay. just getting it finished up. So we're, you know, close to a new full length. Right. Yeah. We put a lot of time into that yeah. pretty much instead of getting ready for shows just because it really like booking just kind of opened up yeah. two, three months ago. Yeah. And and it's hard to say whether, you know, uh, it, cross our fingers. We hope for the exactly. best. Exactly. Right. And said everyone right. stay safe. But yeah. Yeah. Like kind of weird, but, um, so, okay. Yeah. You kind of answered my last, my next question then. So I was going to ask like, you know, how have you guys done? What have you guys done to stay busy? And obviously working on a record, were these songs that you had ready before the pandemic or were they all, you know, pandemic songs? Tell me a little bit about that. Um, they were actually mostly done before the shutdown. So we, we've always kind of gone in a cycle of like, we'll put together songs, we record a record and then we just play a bunch. Mm -hmm. So we go through different phases of like, 
being really locked in as far as rehearsals go and playing okay. actual songs. And then as we focus more on the recording, that part kind of wanes a little bit because we're focused on putting the album together. So then there's always a couple months of knocking the rest off after we're done recording because we've kind of taken a break from that. Yeah. But this break was extra extended because there yes. was no show to get ready for. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I feel like this happens to a lot of guys in bands. When you're focused on a record, you tend to not want to think further ahead with that band. Sure. It's sort of like you're not necessarily writing new songs. You're not rehearsing for shows. You're just focusing on getting the record done and your brain doesn't go to that point. Um, and because that wait after the record got recorded was so long after and with the shutdown and everything, we never flipped back into the zone of like, oh, we got to get our chops back, you know? Yeah. Um, so actually that just recently started happening in the last month or two and definitely knocking the rust off. It's <laughs> It feels like a long nap, really. Nice. <laughs> well, yeah, but you... with this... Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry, go yeah. ahead. No, uh, no, you go ahead. I was just going to say, like, um, you know, with this new record, like, yeah, we were getting pretty close to being ready to record it before, right before the shutdown stuff happened. And so once that happened, we like took a little bit of a break and we were like, well, shoot, how should we record this? And Ricky was just like, it, I'm going to go into our practice space and bang out all of the drum tracks on my own. Yeah. And that's what he did in a day. And so then we were like, well, I guess we're DIYing this one, you know? So yeah. we did it all at our practice space, um, except for the vocals. We did all it in my basement here at my house. So, all right. yeah. yeah, I mean, that we just really tried to take advantage of the fact that, you know, we have these tools at our disposal. This is where we can do it right now yeah. with everything happening. We didn't necessarily want to get into a studio at the time. So yeah. We just started building it on our own. I mean, technology is to the point where you can make a freaking awesome record um, just on a regular computer. And that's mm-hmm. awesome. And that's I mean, good. that's, you know, that's always been our thing is, you know, DIY as much as we can. Yep. So, you know, it just made sense. Well, what can you tell me about the album? Is it going to be a full length? Is it an EP? Or uh, what can we expect as far as uh, uh, amount of material? Um, it is songs. a full, yeah, it's nine songs. It is a full cool. length, about a half hour long. So um, we we like to dabble in the world of shorter songs at times. Sure. Um, so it's it's a mix of stuff. But I think going into this one, we actually consciously decided we wanted to do an album. Uh, our last two releases were EPs, which mm-hmm. is a fun way to do it. Uh, before we got sick of the songs, we were able to record them and release them and play them. Sure. I feel like when you re- when you record an album, you almost have a couple songs in your back pocket for a long time before the whole thing's ready. Yeah. Um, so that's just not how we approached it the last few, but this one, we kind of decided we we're going to make a record. So uh, yeah, we fleshed out all these songs and then made it a point to have a, a little bit of a more extended experience with it. Cool. Right on. Well, uh, assuming that, well, maybe this is an assumption that you didn't go crazy during the pandemic and, and I probably asked Chad this already. So humor me with uh, some of these questions I might be repeating from my Witch Ripper uh, interview. But uh, what, <laughs> what's something that you did, um, you know, besides the band to stay from going crazy during the pandemic? What What did you uh, fill your time with? Um, maybe work or family or, you know, what you do? I, uh, I actually bought a house last year. So oh, congratulations. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, thank you. I, I closed on a home in September. And uh, I think anybody that's bought a house knows that that's not a quick procedure so uh, i spent most of my shutdown time looking at houses and doing that kind of stuff cool Uh, so that once and then once we got in the house i went back to work and hasn't really been as much downtime for me sure as i think some other because i don't work from home 
uh, I had to go right back into the the workforce. So what do you do for your day job besides the glamorous life of a rock star? <laughs> I am actually a, I'm a professional body piercer. Oh, wow. Awesome. Yeah. You want to shout out the place that you work? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's my family business. My mother-in-law owns it. My wife is a manager. We work together. Uh, it's called Silver Safari. It's at the uh, the Alderwood Mall in Linwood. Killer. Uh, yeah, we've been there for like five years now. And yeah, love it. It's a great job. It's super fun. Killer. Right on. And Ben, uh, what about you, man? What did you do to stay from going crazy? Well, so, I mean, they, we were mentioning that these songs were written um, but I, I had a lot of lyrics I hadn't finished and sure. there was a, there's a couple of tracks on there that had quite a bit of words. And so outside of work, cause my wife and I, uh, work a, uh, like a bakery oh, slash wow. deli, uh, in Lakewood. What's the name and, of it? Uh, steeped in comfort. Cool. It used to be like a, a tea room thing. It's something, it was in the family. My mom, uh, my parents purchased, hmm. my wife partnered up and then they left and then my wife and I've been doing this for seven years or so, something like this. Cool. But so that's really busy running that, figuring that all out. So that's, mm-hmm. we stayed open through the whole pandemic. Wow. Figured that out. So yeah. And uh, Chad, what about you, man? I, I feel like you probably already answered this, but might as well. I, I, I did other things. <laughs> Skateboarded. Um, that's right. You skated. Still, still do that a lot. Yeah, for sure. Um, but other things, I don't know. My wife and I did a lot of karaoke in the living room that really uh, <laughs> kept us occupied on those weekend nights when we couldn't go and do anything. So What'd your nice. that was think? a lot of fun. I have no idea. No one's came <laughs> knocking yet. So Okay. <laughs> nice. All right. All right. Well, um, we're going to go into a song here uh, from the Variations Make It Last uh, album that came out in 2019. So these aren't the brand new songs, but this is... Uh, uh, the newest that we have access to at this point. So we're going to go into the song called Reconnect. Uh, anyone want to jump in and tell me uh, or introduce the song? Tell me what it's about or, you know, maybe an influence for the song? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Um, let me think. So I'm trying to kind of spin out how the song goes in my head. It, it's it's more of a kind of a shout out to where the passion for playing music um, from going to shows when I was younger to um, why I'm doing it now. Um, You know, uh, having something to leave behind, you know, when you're not around anymore. So roughly, right. That's at the top, off the top of my head. Yeah. Right on. All right. Well, it's variations with reconnect here on lab local stay home sessions.
that was reconnect by variations here on loud and local stay home sessions. I'm talking with these guys and we're all in separate, you know, rooms and whatnot. But uh, I guess I'm now is a good time to ask, where are you guys? Uh, Chad, where, where are you located? Uh, I'm in my home in Wedgwood here in North Seattle. All right. Right on. Ricky, are you up in near Alderwood? I am. I'm actually right right next to Alderwood Mall. I'm, I live in Linwood. Yeah, that's where cool. I just set the roots down. Right on. And how about you, Ben? Um, I'm all the way down in Shelton, Washington right now. Okay. Wow. Wow, dude. All right. So where do you guys practice? In Seattle. What, what, it's right. Uh, you guys know that. The, uh, yeah, the, the, the place is called, the I area. believe it's called Groovebox. It's like, uh, it's like First Hill, 12th and Spruce. But you make right the drive across. up there? Yeah. Um, generally, I'll leave from work. So it's like a 45-minute drive. Not too bad. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's been a commute. I mean, we, we talk about when we first got together to record these, the first album, Yeah, we did a, we did a rough track recording. I drove all the way up to Bellingham. Yeah. uh, So it's better than that. And we (laughs) hammered it out. What I think in two weekends, was it? Yeah. It was, we played, we played a lot of hours that weekend. That first, those two weekends, we were just what, eight to 10 hours straight. Just yeah. headaches, bad headaches at the end. I yeah. remember that. <laughs> we powered through it. But I remember uh, Ben would show up and he's like, cool, I have the song. And then he plays a fully formed song with every part written, has all the vocals all ready to go. And it was sort of like, oh, my God, this is so, so easy. <laughs> we just have yeah. to play along. Hell yeah. All right. So there was, yeah, it was, it was, it was long days, but it was easy work. Nice. Yeah, I was bouncing them up. Uh, little demo tracks with like electronic drums just to kind of paint yeah. the picture of what it was supposed to be like. Yeah, yeah, and then Ricky just like these these guys. They, I mean, they take the material and just like whip it together, like nice, n- like nothing. I don't, ha- I didn't really have to direct anything because Ricky put so much taste. I'm not a drummer, and the stuff I was sending him was just kind of reference of like, sure, maybe you know, basic tempo stuff. or ideas, yeah, yeah. and then he just ran with it and puts a bunch of taste and flavor on it, as well as Chad with all the vocal stuff, the mm-hmm. harmonies and stuff that he puts in. Yeah. Nice. You make it easy, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are too nice. <laughs> so I'm going to throw a couple questions here at you that are totally unprepared. So if you take some time, if you need to, but uh, I'm going to ask you guys, since we're doing a, a local show, it's a Northwest focused show. Um, what is your favorite or favorites Northwest bands of all time? And it could be bands that have been broken up, bands that have you know had members pass away, current bands, um, underground bands, huge bands, just favorite bands from the Northwest and uh, whoever wants to jump in, go ahead and start it. I mean, honestly, that's a pretty easy one for me. Uh, okay. Huge minus the bear fan. Okay. Uh, All right. I was also like a big botch fan, mm-hmm. uh, just a, a big fan of, of that group of dudes. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, when I, 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 so I grew up in LA and I actually had always wanted to move to Seattle mostly because I knew that's where <laughs> minus the bear was from nice. all of my friends growing up. It was always like, you know, Nirvana, Soundgarden, Alice in Chains and, and no disrespect to any of that stuff, but that's not what got me excited about the Northwest for sure. me. It was always minus the bear. That was right. absolutely the, the first one on my list. But I would say my favorite local band, uh, I don't, I don't want to say Chad's bands because that's cheating, but uh, <laughs> uh, I, we played a show uh, with Reader and they blew my mind, man. Reader? They are Reader, yeah. Um, Check them out. Andy, Andy, is it Andy King, right? Yeah. 
Uh, he plays in a million bands. He does a, a festival every year at Numos. It's like all of his bands play at the same on the same day in the bill. It's like an entire show. Um, but he is just a giant beast of a man. But he's a badass drummer, and uh, yeah, they're they're very cool. Reader, awesome. Yeah, you got to check them out. Yeah. Right on, Chad. What about you, man? Uh, for me, Northwest bands. So. I would say like my original Seattle band at first was Pearl Jam. Mm -hmm. Like that when I was, you know, young kid living an hour away from Seattle, I was like, wow, that's, that's the, and then, but I would say like, once I finally got to Seattle and and saw bands like Waxwing was the one that really did it for me. Cause I'd already seen Rocky do his solo thing and I didn't know about Waxwing Mm -hmm. yet. And then I all of a sudden was like, wait, that's Rocky up there. And then they just killed. Yeah. So that I saw them at the Paradox, you know, back in yep. the day. And, yep. and that was it. That was a big one for me. Dude, I went to the last Waxwing show at the Redmond Firehouse. But yes. get this, me and uh, my friend Nathan, you guys might know Nathan Hansen um, from Bellingham. No, Okay. Anyways, well, he, uh, we went there and we were super stoned. We had just smoked like a fat blunt in Redmond parking lot, like you do when you're teenagers. We were just so blazed, and we show up and we're um in line, and it sold out one pe- person in front of us. What? Oh, man. <laughs> Last waxwing show ever. Oh man, what a nightmare! What way to ruin your high too, Jesus! We're like, well, <laughs> I guess we're going to Taco Bell. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that sucks, man. Uh, well, right. maybe they'll do one again someday. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not. Ben, what about you, man? <laughs> oh, let's see. I mean, the obvious Pearl Jam, Nirvana. Mm-hmm um mxpx was a band i was really into when i was yeah, younger um yeah yeah man off the top of my head I'm, I'm probably basically what these two mentioned um i know there's more but i'm yeah i'm having a blank you got well, really into modest mouse for a while there oh yeah yeah oh yeah i forgot yeah definitely modest mouse um yes yeah, so it's been so many years so many bands i can't remember yeah. them all yeah. Um, and then who's <laughs> been around? The Keaton Collective, naturally. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. If you go there, I mean, you got the Braille tapes, Keaton Collective. All encompassing. Um, Autumn yeah. Poetry was great. Oh, yeah. Um, there's other ones in there. Um, I just can't. Yeah. Been, uh, never Again. I really like Never ones. Again. <laughs> Bellingham Band, Shook Ones. There you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. They're great. Yeah. They I were. saw Shook Ones up in Bellingham with Andrew WK. That was awesome. <laughs> Yeah, oh, at, the, at the um Viking Union, dude. Me, t- I was wow. at that show. Yeah, dude. I forgot to I mention that uh, the Pale, the Pale Pacifica. Oh, they were a okay. uh, Cameron them. that was in that band actually recorded the Fight for Change album. Cool. Um, so but yeah, just yeah, I'm trying to remember the local bands. I um yeah, want to mention them for sure. Yeah. Right on, right on. All right. So we're going to go into another one that I'm going to set you up for. And hopefully this one um, will be a little easier for you, you to remember. Uh, and uh, this one is, uh, even if it's embarrassing, I want you to admit, what's the first physical CD tape record or whatever piece of music that you purchased with your own money? Mine was no doubt Tragic Kingdom. So no shame from me. <laughs> what about you guys? What was your first album you ever purchased with your own money? uh easy dookie 
Okay. Classic. Classic <laughs> I remember buy, buying it before like a, a, a flight. I was visiting family in Florida and I had my little disc man and my mm -hmm. parents let me buy a CD for the trip. And I spent the entire flight just staring at the album art, picking out all the funny little Where's Waldo Easter eggs on it. With the monkey and he says throw. <laughs> yeah, man. Yep. Exactly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. Wait, did you have the 30 second anti-skip on that CD player? You know what? No, it was a cheap one. I got I got a like Radio Shack. It, there was all skip. It was only all, skips. It was only skips. All right. <laughs> what about you, Chad? What was your uh, first album you ever purchased? So are we talking tape or are we talking Ta CD? Any physical, yeah, CD, tape, Man, whatever. I mean, I think the first tape was probably like Disney's Aladdin or something. It's got some hits. But yeah. CD-wise. like me. I mean, yeah, exactly. And I think CD-wise, it was uh, either... Hootie and the Blowfish I only or want to be with you. Sil Silverchair Frog Stomp, which oh, I want nice. to believe it's Silverchair, but it was probably Hootie and the Blowfish first. <laughs> <laughs> they probably played some festivals together in the 90s. I, I guarantee it. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Ben, what about you, man? Uh, let's see. So uh, outside of... I was given Dookie. I was given an MXPX album, their first one one i actually purchased myself uh was that uh 311 okay which mm. what nice. was the title that you know which one it is i don't know it's gotta the be the blue album yeah the first one i i purchased yeah. myself all right all right right on I, I remember when i was a kid my, my my dad was on like the columbia music house yep Ponzi scheme. 10 where CDs for a dollar or whatever. 10 CDs know? for a dollar. And then they charge you like a month later for all of them, basically. <laughs> yes. And yeah, I remember getting the 311 Blue album. I remember getting Duke Bush, 16 Stone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so if we mix Dookie, um, so if we mix Dookie, we mix a little silver chair. And then what was yours, Ben? 311. 311. Then you get variations, right? Exactly. Silver chair, Green Day. <laughs> 311 you get variations yes 100 percent. <laughs> i like it the witch's brew all right well we're gonna go into another song here this is we set fires by variations we'll be back with more from them in just a moment Yeah. 
That was We Set Fires here by Variations on Loud and Local Stay Home Sessions. And uh, I'm, I'm curious, where can we uh, where can we support you guys right now? Uh, what's the best way to listen to your music that'll help you guys out the most and, and support you guys, uh, whether it be follow you guys online or listen to the music? I, I suppose the most convenient for everybody would just be Spotify. Um, you know, I, I, th- I think for us, we just like knowing that people are listening, right? That's, sure. that's the biggest thing. So uh, that'd be the best way to hear it. Um, but we always have a band camp. You can always yep. purchase digital files online and, uh that's probably the best way uh we have like physical copies of stuff we don't have any like lps or anything but mm-hmm. i think we do have like purchase links on the band camp so if you really wanted to buy one snail mail it could happen yeah make it happen <laughs> yeah yeah and then uh, what outside do you have your facebook um there's an instagram page yeah we got an instagram got um, facebook yeah well yeah spotify i want to mention so yeah all the streaming stuff really apple Apple Music, um, most any of those the albums are on there. And and when we release the new one, we'll put it on there as well. Yeah. All right. Well, just a warning. Apparently, there's like a, a, a year long wait on vinyl if you wanted to press the new album on vinyl. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I think we're going to wait on that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> well, OK, right on. Guys, you have any uh, shout outs or thank yous you'd like to send out um, to anyone who might be listening? man i just want to post uh i just want to say first like can't wait for everyone to hear the new record when we're done it's called from riches to rust and we're really stoked on it and yeah gonna be out soon can you give us a date here november well i think we want to have it out by our show on november 12th at el corazon well it's not officially announced yet um I don't know. They told me not to announce that one yet. <laughs> well, this but, is coming uh, out in a few weeks. So. But we're trying to get it done before that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So this is coming yeah. out in a few weeks. We, it's not coming out like right now. So. No. Yeah. Um, we we're we're pretty much in the finishing stages. Like uh, mix is done. Tracking is done. Uh, it's still waiting to get mastered, and we got our friend working on our album art right now. So pretty soon, probably next handful of weeks, we'll have a track up, and hopefully by by November we could have it released. Yeah. Right on. Cool guys. Well, I appreciate you chatting with me today. And uh, again, the band is called Variations. Add them on social media and stay updated with their new music. I'm excited to hear it. Uh, in the meantime, we're going to go into the song Promise. You guys got any uh, anything you want to say about this one? Actually, you know what? Screw that. I'm going to put you on the spot. Who's going to raise their hand and be the cheesy radio DJ? I'm going to shut up and someone's got to introduce this in the cheesiest radio DJ way possible. Who's going to do Oh, that? goodness. Uh, I can take a swing. All right. All right. <clears throat> Next up, we have Promise by Variations. That's all I got. All right. Good. Nice. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's loud and local. Stay home seconds. <laughs>
I see that you're sleeping alone with the TV on. We can't erase the path I was leading you on. Tricked with the toll of things. I love you more than you'll know. Complacent, well, I hope so. I told you to wait Cause the moment it happened so fast I told you to wait If a promise could make this last If a promise could make this last I told you to This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.